Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the You're Not Gonna Like This podcast. My name is Amari Tawakli. And I'm Marco Hansel. This podcast is for you if you're interested in alternative ways of thinking, living, and being. We believe the only way to get there is through smart, honest, and challenging conversation. But just because it's smart doesn't mean it has to be boring. And just because it's challenging doesn't mean it's impossible. And just because it's honest doesn't mean it has to be mean. So if you are down for being stimulated, challenged, and definitely offended, then strap in, buckle up, let's go. Let's make it happen. But before we get started, here's a little sneak peek of why you definitely won't like this episode. I actually want him to fucking act out. I'm like, be the fuck you, Will. And then like, oh my gosh, if, if Will Smith can become the angry black man, then anybody can. Alright, let's do it. Cool. Hey everybody, my name is Amari Tawakli, aka the sex symbol on your newsfeed, and this is my brother. Marco Hansel. <laughs> Holy shit. You gotta prepare me for that. I'm like, he's about to say, my name is Amari Tawakli, and I'm Marco Hansel, and we're done. This motherfucker. And I'm Janina Monroe. Your friend, your lover, your moderator, your voice of reason in this crazy chaos of a podcast. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome to the You're Not Gonna Like This podcast. <laughs> and today's episode is a very <laughs> special and exciting episode for me. I don't know how exciting uh, Amari is about this. Or <laughs> but we're going to talk about um, something that's happening right now. Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith, and not actually about Will Smith, but about all the different things that come up for me personally, what's coming up for the world. Um, the you know Some people are, are for it, some people are team Will, team Chris Rock, some are like team who gives a fuck. And I'm sitting in somewhere sort of like in all spectrums of that. Um, and I think this is gonna be a really interesting conversation because there's a lot of personal shit that this particular incident has brought up. So for those that are not aware, uh, Will Smith, uh, during the Oscars, was sitting down calmly, you know, enjoying himself, about to receive his Oscar, and then Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett. Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. Uh, Jada Pinkett. The joke was about her hair, and I think it's, I don't know how to pronounce it. Alopecia, I believe it is. Yeah. She has an alopecia that actually causes her to not be able to uh, produce hair follicles. So Will apparently took offense to that. Walks up on the stage, smacks Chris in the face. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> Sits back down, says, Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! I'm going to, okay? Right, and from there, <laughs> Said it the with his chest. guy who is like the fucking, probably the most PC person I know that I talked about in this podcast is like, man, you know, I could, I probably would never be as PC as Will Smith just became. Like public enemy number. You, you one. put it out in the universe. <laughs> the universe did. is like, oh no, Marco's seeing the strings. <laughs> I gotta adjust. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you for the introduction, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> I would also say it's so funny. I know we're just introducing this episode and we're just starting it, but I'm like, okay, I've already found the end point of the conversation, <laughs> which is I feel like on social media, everybody's making this about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. I personally believe for me, and I assume for you, it's a bigger conversation than Will Smith and Chris Rock. It's this idea oh. of celebrity. It's this idea of masculinity. If we want to make those conversations, I'm like, it's so much more interesting. But I don't personally have, like, Will Smith is not my neighbor. Chris Rock is not my friend. I don't have a personal, like, card on the table where I'm like, no, guys, we got to defend Will Smith. I'm just like, 
I think the way I approach it is if I see everybody trying to like attack one person, I'm like, let's defend this guy. And if everybody's trying to defend one other person, I'm like, let's attack that guy. Because <laughs> to me, it's just like whenever, if we ever make it about this person versus that person, it's so uninteresting of a conversation to me. It's so dumb and it's so binary and it's more like virtue signaling than anything else. Yeah. And another reason I um. I, s- <laughs> I said yes to this podcast. <laughs> I said yes. <laughs> I, right? I, I approved this podcast. <laughs> the only reason I approved this podcast is because since Janina, as a professional, long-term, decades-long comedian in comedian. the industry... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fake news. It's fake. <laughs> she gave us a nice shoulder wave for that. Uh, I'm actually very interested to hear that perspective because I think that's a perspective that in the last 48 hours or so that since this whole thing has happened, I haven't really heard too much about, which is like, okay, well, uh, is a joke a joke? What makes a joke offensive? Yep. Are jokes allowed yep. to be offensive? Who gives a fuck if you're offended? Ooh, so, yeah. Yeah. with all those things in the pot, let us begin to bake the bread. Stir, stir, stir away. Do you make bread well, in the I... pot that's not banana bread? I know. <laughs> kind of bread is that? I think, um, I mean... The piece, <laughs> piece that I'd bring up from, from what you said, Amari, um, that's so interesting, is like the one part of people even choosing to have a personal opinion. Like, personally, like, no, nah, you know, I'm, like we were talking about it earlier, like, I've lost respect for Will. I was like, do you have Will's phone number? Yeah. Are y'all, like, y'all friends? Y'all hang out? Like, yeah. I, I don't think he won. He gives a fuck. <laughs> Everybody should know I, John Schmo, who works at. Shell gas station have taken my respect from Will Smith, and the I world will change. Respect. I would yeah. like the world to know, and like, and what yeah. and what that means for people's own. Like, I mean, I, I hate to say this, and this is this is something I will give multiple perspectives on because um, I would say my my first response would be people's own like God complex of thinking that like their opinion is like the thing. That is going to change the tides of Will's acceptance or, you know, casting him out of society. Especially that when is. that opinion already sounds like everybody else's Everyone opinion. Everyone else's. Everyone else's. And, I, and I, will, I will say at the same time that um, I'm, I, I, will, I will give a bit of, uh, hmm, I'll say space or grace for those perspectives. Because I thought back to, like, a few years ago, Marco. And I was like, you know what? Before I started learning a lot about myself and my own fucking projections, a few years ago, I probably would have been a person that's like judging somebody and being like, yeah, you know, we shouldn't allow that to happen in society. And it's like, I'm going to fucking carry the torch for correcting society by condemning this other person. And I'm, I'm realizing that that version of me wasn't, which is, which is a, a perfect uh, perspective of what we are talking about, that version of me didn't think that he was being an asshole. Didn't think that he was like being fucking a god complex guy, but he literally was like, "I am doing what's right for society by condemning right, right. this act." <laughs> That's what right. I thought. Okay, <laughs> just to make the conversation go, um, can we have a conversation around what does your respect mean? Like for me mm-hmm. to say, like I have respect for Janina, I don't. But, like, if I were to say I have respect for Janina. <laughs> it's okay, I don't respect you either. <laughs> like, what does that actually mean? Can we actually break it down? Or is it just some, like, some attack that you say, some words that get thrown at somebody that don't actually mean anything? Because yeah. if you're saying, oh, when I lose respect for somebody, I take them off of a God complex pedestal that I put them on, I'm 
like, okay, great, cool, because Good. I don't think they should have been up there in Glad the first place. <laughs> Nobody should be up there. Please, if that's your definition of losing respect for somebody, lose respect for me right now Please. in this moment. <laughs> Please, that Please. I don't <laughs> for the love think. of God, that is a lot of stress, <laughs> right? So, like, can we get very clear on what respect means? Because mm. otherwise, it's just virtue signaling, and it's just trying to make it sound like I am very important. What yeah. does it actually mean? Do you yeah. take them off of your vision board? <laughs> I have Probably. a question for both of you. Yes, you're definitely taking <laughs> them off the vision board. But, okay, so the idea of respect, right? So what do you guys think about when, yes, there's a side of like, I have respect for this person, thinking that it's kind of like an external thing, like I'm giving them that. But what about the reverse where it's like, oh, I have respect for this person. Therefore, it makes my identity feel fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. I have respect for Donald Trump. Fake news. That makes me fill in the blank. I have respect for blah, blah, blah. And it adds to all these things. And remember the like the global consciousness of like if everyone is saying Will was wrong and then you're like, oh, I think he was wrong, too. I was. Yeah. What does that mean for you? We we hate Will, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Great. It's your fucking. (laughs) I love. I love that you brought that up because that's that's the part that I've been um, going back and forth with people on a lot. It's like, it's this concept of condemning, um, accepting, and um, by you accepting or condoning, you're actually saying like, no, that's right, right? Like it's it's this idea that like, oh well, if if I say that it's okay, or if I still respect Will then like I am saying that I am siding with this thing that now people are thinking is wrong. So now I'm wrong. So I'm associating my identity to the people that I lend this respect to, right? And I'm like, you all better make sure that you fall in line with what I believe my identity is as to the kinds of people that I respect because that's the kind of person that I want to be. And let's not ever have you, somebody who I respect, show some shadow part of me that I don't want people to know about that I might be capable of smacking somebody across the fucking face. But I'm like, oh, no, 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 we don't, we don't want to talk about that. Right? So like, I'm, I'm literally removing things out of my life that either don't fit with whatever I believe societal's projective view of what I'm supposed to be is, or what I've decided my identity is supposed to be. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> my brain is on now. I am committed to the conversation. <laughs> Okay, so as you're talking, I'm like realizing something, a distinction that I think is important to make. Respect is always subjective, mm-hmm. right? Like what Janina respects me for is going to be different than what somebody else respects me for or doesn't respect me for, right? But we throw the word respect around like it's objective. It's universal. It's like, (laughs) if I don't respect you, it's because you've broken the laws of humanity. And it's like, ah, it's still very subjective. Because as we're talking, like Janina brought up like Donald Trump and da 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 da. And I'm like, huh, I don't talk about respect a lot, but I know there's people that I respect, right? Or there's like moments that I'm like, oh, damn, I really respect that. Right? And me respecting somebody, I'm realizing literally in this moment, doesn't mean that I like them. Ooh, doesn't yes. mean that I want to be friends yeah. with them. Come on now. I'm lubing up my, my fucking tongue right now. Hold on. Still don't fuck with you, but I like how you do that. <laughs> like, I respect, like, honestly, like, for example, because Will is the example we're talking about right now. When I saw the video, I was like, damn, 
I felt my respect for Will go, boop. <laughs> I was like, because I was, so, and not because I was like, because I've always wanted to punch Chris in the face. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's not where I was coming from. I was just like, wow, like, dude, kudos to you for being aware of the pressures and the rules and the obligations and how you're supposed to perform in this moment. And you're like, nah. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have a lot of respect for that. But I'm realizing that my respect for that is because I have a subjective value around authenticity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I respect people. Like, I'm just like, if I I worked in the fucking corporate world and there was fucking asshole Jason who was always, like, mean to everybody, but he got his fucking shit done and he said the thing that hurts people feeling, but it gets out. I'd be like, yo, I have a lot of respect for you, Jason. Yeah. I, I don't want to fucking hang out with you. <laughs> You're fucking annoying. <laughs> but I have a lot of respect. Because yeah. I think it takes a lot of balls to break the fucking script. The, the script, bro. Bro, talk about it. And, that's, and you're talking about what I love when you posted in your Instagram. The biggest script. Like, on a stage that is honoring him for about being scripts. a performer. <laughs> about fucking scripts. It's like, you are, supposed, yes. you are supposed to stay the fuck in line right now. How what a perfect environment. Mm-hmm. The best, like, the most paradoxical fucking, like, cliche. It's like, this is an environment where we celebrate people who follow who the script. follow the script. <laughs> and everybody's Break dressed the, the same. Script. Everybody's got a suit on. Everybody gives a fucking award celebration speech that sounds exactly the same yep. this is literally the most like quintessential most example fucking script don't class. break the fucking thing don't break and the then one guy was like broke the script the and, guy and who not, is most follows the script most, breaks it most because exactly. that's that's actually the part that was so crazy because i heard like so many different perspectives of this and this is something else i'll throw in here um which is a very cultural thing the uh narrative and we'll talk about the narrative of the angry black man well, we get oh, to we boy. get to bring on to that one too, right? Oh, hi. so the narrative of the angry black man. I got so many people from the culture, right, talking about like, oh, no, he's not supposed to do that to another black man, and like now it's like this is not the place to act up, and I'm just like, you do realize like the counterintuitiveness of the thought process of in order for me to create a world where I am free to be the kind of person I want to be. I need to actually constrict it and tell you, no, 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 don't be free during these times. Don't be free in these places because then that, that's actually going to set us back. I'm like, but, but the problem is actually that that perception is being put on us, that those shackles are being put on us. I actually want him to fucking act out. I'm like, be the fuck you, Will. And they're like, oh my gosh, if, if Will Smith can become the angry black man, then anybody can. I'm like, I'm like, y'all don't see the problem with the fact that that is the narrative that we're concerned about? Rather than like, yo, like, can, can he be a human being? Holy it's shit. Literally the whole, I was like, and that's probably where I was about to pull out of the whole conversation, <laughs> is when people started to like make it about like race and be like, bro, you yes. can't do that to one of us. Yes. I was like, oh my God, are we going to do this? This illogical, <laughs> problematic thesis. It's like, so also what you're suggesting is if it was a white guy, it might it be a little been bit fine. more okay. Like, like no. if, if we want to make it about race, then it's going to become then about be, race. Exactly. Right? But it's like, there's a lot of other conversations that we could be having that personally I'm not particularly interested in. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, what if it was Sarah Silverman who made the joke Mm -hmm. and Will went up and smacked? Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. if it was Will Smith who made the joke, but it was Sarah Silverman who got up and smacked him? Smacked him. It's like, oh, actually, it's... We can make this whatever we're trying the fuck to find we want to make the, this. the acceptance route. Like, oh, no, no, that, yes. that's an acceptable formula. Like, that's yeah. okay. Guys, like, fuck on, off. Man. Come on, he man. It's fucking people up. being people. 
And yes. you, you projecting you. your shit on top of them. Your ideas on top of them. Like I'm and I this is this is something I just gotta say this shit because this shit Please. frustrates the fuck out of me. Get when it, I get think it. about life overall and I think about the number of this is probably the biggest thing for me from my fucking speaker days, from life overall, it's like the number of projections that people are placing on me. The number of identity stories that people are placing on me that I never said I fucking was. I never agreed to. I never, <laughs> never said I'm standing to the benefit. I'm like, just because I fucking exist and I look like something that you want to apply a story to doesn't mean that I have to follow your script. Like, and that, yes. that part right there is what makes me so impassionate about this. Impassionate to know that there's still parts of me that I get to heal because I posted this shit earlier. I'm like, because there's a part of my energy that's like probably looking at will do that and thinking like, yeah, there's a lot of times I want to smack somebody across the fucking face. Yeah. And I think like, oh, I'm not supposed to be that or no, that would be bad representation. I'm not allowed like, to. That yeah, I'm bad. not allowed to. And it, and I'm not celebrating like, oh yeah, I need to go out there and release that. It's, it's more of the release of that energy, the energy that is being given right now that is condemning somebody, somebody who by all means has had a fucking flawless record. This man tries the fucking hardest. I'm not gonna curse in my raps. I'm not gonna, so it. fucking oh PC. <laughs> and you do one thing, throw this motherfucker in the trash. Holy right. shit. I saw an, <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. I saw an idiotic comment on the internet. It was like, mm -hmm. Will, I've been loving your movies for 20 years. <laughs> And I will never, ever watch another one of your movies ever again. I was like, holy shit. With that voice, too. Literally, that's how my brain interpreted it while I was reading I was like, are you serious? I'm kidding me. It's like, if, okay, let's make it very clear. If normal ass Human beings. I'm not even fuck. I'm not gonna make it PC. If normal ass niggas had to live under the pressure that they put on these oh people gosh. that they're on the pedestal, they would break like a. Break. Oh my break. god, break like a fucking paper condom, bro. Like no. they have no resolve, right? Mm -hmm. And yet they feel very comfortable telling everybody else you can't do this. One of the things I fucking hate about this celebrity culture that we've created is. I'll read people say shit like, well, it, it's part of his job. Like, he's oh, got to yeah, deal yeah, with this. Yeah, that, I'm yeah, like, that I'm like, okay, so that because part. he has a talent, ability, and a skill, mm -hmm. right, that he shares with the world, that brings you value, that you enjoy, that you share with your friends family, he's also not allowed to be a human being. He's right? not allowed to be a human now. And it's so interesting. It's like, he's I love when you talk about this, like, oh. this CEO thing at Speaker when you're like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, I'm good at running this business. I'm good mm -hmm. at what I'm doing. But because I'm that, all of a sudden I get uh, all these other things put on me. Like, I'm supposed to keep my calm. I'm yep. supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do this. I'm not supposed to have any emotion. I'm not supposed to have any feelings. And guess what? Your business, the thing that you are working on, if you're an actor or whatever, it will suffer. Because mm -hmm. now, half of your brain is focused on the image that you need to fucking maintain. Mm -hmm. Right? Not your authenticity. Like, before we do every single podcast, every Tuesday I play soccer. Right? And I'm like, I'm a very, like, I fucking get really into it. Right? I'm like super passionate. Right? And then sometimes I like take on like this leadership role and I'm just like, I didn't ask for this. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. I want to be good at this. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, Omar, he can't do this. He's got to speak like this. It's like, bro, fuck all the way off. All the way off. The day that Amari signs up and says, I would like to be the PC person who never makes a mistake and doesn't cuss because I want to make everybody feel good. Great. Hold me to that. Cool. But if I just yeah. happen to be good at speaking or soccer or this, it's like that has nothing to do with anything else. Mm -hmm. Are you not allowed to 
have talents and abilities. <laughs> like, nope. Just because, again, fucking Jason at Shell Station doesn't have any fucking talents and abilities and skills. Now he's putting restrictions on the people who do. Oh, Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Huh. <laughs> what you got for us? Before, mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before I fucking shit myself. Before you shit yourself. Okay. I'll, I'll make it quick. Um, yeah, I think there are definitely some interesting points being brought up. I know there's multiple layers and levels to this. Um, one being the acceptance, one being if you do obtain a high amount of fame, it's also coming with the responsibility of influence. Now, mm-hmm. there has to be, uh, and there is a correlation there. It's, you can call it the responsibility of influence, or it could just be objectively, people will be influenced yeah. by the things you say and do no matter what. They are going to have posters of you hanging on their wall of you in the mm-hmm. swimsuit ad or of you looking like a badass CEO. You know what I mean? So the things that you say yes to or the things that you do um, are important to a, to the degree that you want them to be important, but also if you can um, make the image a little bit more uh, sellable um, or more controlled, you can go a little further. One thing that um, an acting coach said really quick before I'll just throw in there um, – like at this really prominent acting school or whatever, I heard it like through a podcast, but they basically were like, you are not this like amazing talented artist who can do all these amazing things and blah, blah, blah. She's like, you're cornflakes. You are meant to be bought and sold. You're a product. Mm -hmm. So where, what do you guys think about the separation Mm -hmm. of the identity versus the product that you're selling of your talent? Both of you are shaking yeah. your heads. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, am, I say fuck that. I say, I, and I, I, this, I'm sorry. This is all all the way fuck that. And and I'm just gonna say this straight up. Like this this touches so much shit that's so personal to me um, that I can't do anything. I'm not gonna say I can't do that. I don't want to do anything but get a little riled up. Like like <laughs> I'm about to fight that ideology in my head of like somebody being like, no, like you aren't a person. I'm like. I am a person. There's no way that you can separate the product from the person that is actually delivering that product. Like, the so person as made I'm the product. That product. I am yeah. still <laughs> fucking having the emotions. I'm still having the thoughts. I'm having the feelings. So you're telling me these are the allowable feelings to make you digestible, which is the part that I, I get into this, this, this place of um, profit over people. Of like, if, if we thought that the expansion of whatever my product is, my business, my acting, whatever, is like, oh yeah, you know, we could do $100 million at the theaters if you could just you know, taper this part of your personality or that part of your personality. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if that cost $50 million. I'm like, because my main goal is not me fucking profiting, it's my own happiness. And my happiness is coming from my authentic expression and my desire for the whole world to express themselves authentically. So this, if, if, we, if we decided that the goal and the intention was just to fucking reach the most number of people, we've completely killed the quality of life that we want to create for the whole fucking world. I don't care about more. And there's a curse of moreness that I think runs this freaking world that's like, I need to make sure that the most number of people get me. And I'm like, man, I'd rather have one person get me and authentically get me than a whole billion fucking people fall in love with some fake facade. Come on, man. <laughs> Amari's like walking oh. around the room, shaking his head. What's going on in that head, Amari? This is literally just going to be Amari and Marco rant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys hate this. 
It's just so, so stupid. It's so stupid. I've right? never seen okay. Marco shake so much like this. I, I will try to bring my blood pressure down to like a healthy rate. A healthy level okay, that doctors would love. Black man Amari. I know. I can't be the angry black man. I'm not allowed to have emotion before I fucking throw this microphone through my goddamn window. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I don't want to scare you, Janina. <laughs> Two things that I want to make really fucking clear. Okay? It's illogical. Follow me on this. You are saying... Janina is CEO of Sony Pictures, right? Great. Will, she tells Will Smith, Hey, Will... I can only have you do this and not this, that and not this, this and not this. Why? Because you're a role model. Mm -hmm. Because you are supposed to teach the kids how to be, right? Great. Literally using that logic, you are telling the kids, you are not allowed to have emotion. Not allowed to, no. That, that's not literally it. You are literally just reinforcing the idea that nobody is allowed to be human. Uh, you say, hey, Will, don't be human because you need to teach the other people you're not allowed not to, be to be human, human too. Yeah. That, therefore, uh, <laughs> I'm already like, okay, the argument doesn't make sense. It's completely illogical, right? Next, second point. To everybody who's like, you can't do this because my kids are watching and you're going to influence them. I have one very clear direct message. Go raise your fucking Go kids. Go raise your kids. Go raise your goddamn little chicken like, nuggets. If Will like, Smith is raising your kids. If Will Smith is raising your kids, we have identified the problem. Okay? <laughs> what are we even talking about here? Bro! <laughs> this is so stupid, bro. Okay, okay, so what about this? So we're establishing now that there's a curated vision through corporations, through media, through high, high, people of high levels of influence that are being told you must act this certain way in public. You must mm -hmm. do these things. They have a human experience or a human outburst or whatever it is, just them being human that they now have to go to their PR person and say, mm -hmm. what do we do about this? Or even yeah. worse, they don't do that. The PR person calls them and say, okay, how do we fucking spin this? Here's just like Chris Jenner say. did with Kim K sex <laughs> uh -huh. tape. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we have a curative vision. And then we also have the world of like, what if everyone was just a person? which I think is a really important pro. I know. So the healthier, the, you know, which one is oh the healthier thing. Um, and yeah, I think that's a really, that's an interesting conversation so, to have. It's well, like, see, what if we were all breaking the that, mold? It, but that's, that's the fucking beauty of it. Cause like, I think, and I know Amari, you got something right on to me. Itself, but this, this is actually something we talk about in the coaching industry a lot, like in coaching and Amari does a really good job at this. I know I, I do this too. It's like, I don't, I don't sit in fucking workshops telling people how great my philosophies are, how perfect my <laughs> life is, and if you just follow these philosophies, your life will be perfect too. I purposely share the fucked up moments because I know what it feels like to have this thing that I'm looking up to that's so fucking spotless and flawless that I'm just like, wow, I'm never that. How it's could I ever get there? I you can't can relate to it. So, my, yeah. so my, my unrelatability either causes me to distance from it or it causes me to start shitting on myself because I'm like, fuck, like, I mean, I make mistakes, but this person seems to never make mistakes. And we, we do this is like we naturally are projecting these images that are supposed to be these flawless perceptions. And I swear, that's why I love the fact that this is about Will and not about Will at the same time, because he's such a fucking hyperbole of a person who has spent his life trying to create that flawless perception. 
And then here's this one fucking moment. And in that moment, the, the room or the wiggle room for what people have, have created as the guidelines of maintaining that perception has no margin of error. Like, it's <laughs> like, oh, it needs to stay on this fucking straight and narrow path to the T or it doesn't exist. And that is not human beings. That's not humanity. Like, we all have fucking flaws. We are all, we all have moments. So I'm like, so I don't want to live in a world where we're trying to act like we don't have moments. That's a bullshit world. Come on, man. This Come on, stressful, man. Bro. This is so. This is fucking I love when Marco does that. I love Marco. Like, Come on, man. Yeah, Come exactly. Like, you know, drop the mic like, right there. I I think the reason I'm like Janine is like witnessing me just like having a conniption over here, like it's because it's like honestly, you know, a lot of what we talk about on the show is a lot of like emotional depth and a lot of nuance, and it's kind of like intangible. Like for me, from where I'm sitting, literally so many of these arguments are just illogical. Just illogical. And I'm just yeah. like, they just don't make sense. They, it, it, I'm just witnessing a bunch of people push open a door that says pull. And I'm like, what are you, <laughs> read the fucking sign. It just doesn't make any sense, right? Like so many people will be like, sorry, people who think they're woke will be like, Social media just has everybody projecting perfect images and there's no room for any sort of humanness. And they'll also be like, Will, how dare he show some humanness? I'm like, can we rewind to last Tuesday when you posted your caption talking how woke you were because social media is such a Uh, everybody's so perfect. You are literally reinforcing the idea that everybody needs to be perfect. Can't be that. This is not You are creating the thing you are complaining about. And I have such, like, tenuous patience for it. I'm like, this is so stupid. Uh, it's so and, dumb. Bro, and let, I mean, let's, let's, tap into, let's tap into something for a moment. Like, and this, this will be related to Will. Um, but it's more related to the intentionality of what we're trying to get into. Because I think I, think I want to I create a perspective of, like, obviously, we've talked about this before. Not everything, everything is um, possible. Not everything is permissible, right? So at the same time that we create this world of like, oh man, everything's acceptable. I've used this analogy of like, yeah, but you know, if Amari told me he was down to fucking murder people, I probably would be like, hey bro, like I'm not into that. Like that's not what I want to do, right? So it's, the suggestion is not like, hey, just accept whatever the fuck, whatever. Like, you know, it's all good, man. Like peace and love, like anybody can do anything. It's more to recognize, like, yo, what, what are we intentionally creating, right? And, and allowing ourselves to take a look at not only what we're intentionally creating, but what someone else's intentions are. It's like, is Will running a let, let's go slap comedians violence campaign? Like, no. He had a fucking moment. He had a moment that happened. We've decided, like, oh, well, here's what this moment now means. And I've heard, like, people are like, well, comedians around the world are going to be fearing for their lives. And I'm like, bro, oh, if somebody, if somebody was God. waiting for Will <laughs> to do this, to go smack a comedian, it's like, that was in that person. Will didn't create that. Will didn't plant that. I'm like, and don't put that shit on him. I'm like, because that, that's the part that gets into me of like, yo, yes, there is this reality that because he is on this stage... And you're like, oh, well, he shouldn't do that on that stage. That's too big of a stage. I'm like, his whole life is a big stage. So you literally, you're asking him to decide when he can be human. He's like, my whole life is a fucking stage. My whole life is a stage. So, yes, I'm going to have those moments. And you know what? One of those moments might get caught on camera. Holy shit. Holy shit. And now because that moment has happened, yes, it is true. It is influencing all these people. 
but it's influencing people to the same way that Amari said, to the extent that they're willing to relinquish their responsibility for themselves and decide that, well, now, because Will has done something, then I have the excuse of being able to do that. I'm like, motherfucker, you're still the one choosing that. That ain't, don't put that on Will. Don't put that on him. Oh, my God. It's moments like that. Sorry, Gina. Yeah, we are just going in. Yeah, because I'm just gonna. <laughs> you are. You are. I'm just gonna keep I'm like, I want. I want people not to just think like they came on to just hear us yell at them. <laughs> no. Okay. okay I, so I, I, this is exactly what I'm gonna say. Let's flip it a little bit. Let's flip it. Yeah. So we've okay. we've really gone in depth over the reactions of what happened, right? We've talked about the the how people are reacting to it, the kind of psychology behind that. What you both think is um, the healthier expression or not healthy, etc. So what about the actual event and the joke and the, the people who are involved in that in particular? Because that has a lot of layers, too, and I think it's really fucking cool. One, um, those jokes are pre-written. They're pre-approved. Yeah. Yeah. They have been around. Also, before this, Jada was on some interview or some podcast with her head shaved, and she was like, I don't give two craps what people feel about this bald head of mine, because guess what? I love it. And then... In this joke, the joke was, I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2, right? G.I. Jane, yes. an extremely powerful female character, like so strong, <laughs> has a lot of fucking strength. And he's like, he's not saying like, he's like, dude, I can't wait to see how Sid from Toy Story grew up. You know, yeah. yeah, it wasn't. It was like an insulting character. It wasn't an insulting character, and people were like, "Oh, well, that was an insult because she has alopecia." I'm like, okay, mm. one, she said she doesn't give a fuck. Two, I think her eye rolling. If it wasn't staged, there's two ways it can go. This could have yeah. all been a huge marketing scheme to get the ratings up for the Oscars because people are seeing the facade of like, oh, it's just a bunch of fucking people who pay off mm. other people to get their awards. It's never about the talent to begin with whatever, which is all very true. Um, (laughs) But the other side is like, you know, there's this joke that was had and let's say the joke was planned, maybe the slap was planned or whatever, but she rolls her eyes and it's like, okay, people are only hurt by comedy to the direct, um, like to the direct correlation that they haven't accepted that situation yet fully, or they still have shame around it. They still have embarrassment around it. Otherwise it would be like, Oh yeah, that's funny. A G.I. Jane joke. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. I know you're the resident comedian, but I'm also hilarious. Fake news. It's fake. <laughs> so <laughs> we should, we should like uh, have like some kind of sound for like whenever Marco makes a narcissistic comment. <laughs> Do you mean Amari? Oh, <laughs> Do you mean Amari? <laughs> okay. So let's like zoom out from like the drama for a second, mm. right? And literally just observe what Janina was talking about, which is this G.I. Jane joke, right? I think you have a point that it's like not literally the most offensive joke in the world. It's kind of, can, it could literally even be interpreted yeah. as like a compliment, right? Like, oh yeah, thank you. But also, it wasn't even that funny. In my, in my personal opinion. Mm. I'm like, I've heard Chris Rock say something. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like gut yeah, busting. Yeah, yeah. I was actually kind of disappointed. I was like, best material. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that actually could have been kind of funnier. And therefore I was like, I, I think that if something is, yes, Janina, what you're saying is like, cool. It like hurts to the degree to which you've accepted it. Right. But also like, it wasn't really that clever in my 
Personal well, the Oscars are meant to be kind of tame and mild. It's yeah, not a roast sort of battle. Mid-level. You know, it's like meant to be, here's a, you know, a little joke that yeah. might be a little edgy because we're all classy here. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we're classy. <laughs> it's not, it's not, I, it's I don't know. What's the, what's the, like, British guy he started the, the original The Office in the UK? Ricky, Ricky Gervais. Gervais. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he did it one year and he was saucing. Like, he was, like, Real? saying some really off-the-wall stuff. And I'm like... Great, like yeah, let's let's dig, right? Nobody slapped him in the face, mm. but also whatever. But, but um, go ahead, Marco. Yeah, I, I mean, here's the thing: this is not not to misdirect away from the joke again, um, but I think like the principle of this is like Chris could have said anything, right? And the fact that it affected Will in a particular way is something that none of us have a perspective on, but Will. Exactly. Right. It's like so. It's like I, it's not for me because I, I think about this like even in dealing with situations in my house like right now even like um you know we're we're going through a lot of stuff through pregnancy and like freaking weaning with Amateo and there's certain things that trigger Anna that make no sense to me, right? But it, it doesn't mean that like because it doesn't make logical sense she's not allowed to be triggered. It's like it's just that she's just in a hypersensitive area where this ties to this thing and this reminds her of this thing and that reminds her of this thing and like yeah, yeah. one little thing spins back like 10 years of different stories and emotions that come up that right. I don't understand the thread of how that works so like yeah. when, we're, when we're doing this and I think this is the part this is the reason why I, I got so like I don't want to say like just impassioned about this is that the story the inconclusion in this story is not Will was right Will was wrong Chris was right Chris was wrong the writer shouldn't have done that joke like that was tasteful why was Jada offended like none of that shit matters that's what honestly. everybody's trying to do everybody's trying to put a bow on it it's like yeah. there is no, no bow there's no, there's no completion it's just like all, all I see is a human being decided that they were triggered by some set of events and they let out emotion in a way that we can debate was agreeable or not Right, but I'm not here to judge and police his emotionality and his story, right? Nor nor do I believe that there's a solution here of like, well, here's how we should correct the way that joke telling is done in the future. Oh like, my God. no, like there's no there's no there's no version of this. And I know we've even joked about this. They've uh, done it in South Park. They talk about the PC police and like um, they had that whole um, error in the fucking South Park episodes where uh, I forgot the dude who's. Um, is it Jimmy? Yeah, where Jimmy became this like PC comedian, and he was only making jokes of like, did you ever hear the the joke about the black guy and um, the gay girl? It's like, and then they waiting for the punchline. There were some fine people, and it's like he's like not saying anything <laughs> offensive at all. <laughs> and Meanwhile, like, like <laughs> middle class suburban mom is like, ha 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 ha. Oh, that was great. <laughs> this is my favorite type of humor. Uh, like, oh, but it's like, but that, but the, the the hyperbole of it all is that like, if the if the route of this was let's find you know jokes that don't offend anybody, it's like, well, we wouldn't have comedy at all. It's like, right. so it's more of like this person decided to be offended by that. They responded to it. They had a fucking moment. And what what do we believe about moments? People have said shit to me. That you know they thought was fucking funny, and I wanted to punch them in the face. I was younger at that time, right? <laughs> like, like I've gained some different changes, but there's probably a certain trigger that you could still yeah. hit on me if you knew me well enough, or if you just happened to fucking catch me on a specific way. Then I might be like, well, I I'd appreciate that. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, shout out to the 
Alopecia Awareness Association, who is now probably getting a shit ton of exposure. And <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah. They funded this entire oh, marketing yeah, stunt. They probably did. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Janina. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, this is just like the the flow of comedy because it's it yeah. always goes in a certain particular thing it takes a few comedians to kind of break the mold of what's going on think about lenny bruce or the first guy who like said fuck on mm. tv when he wasn't allowed to got arrested like you know th- like it gets crazy and then it goes on <laughs> it's like eyes. oh now people can cuss now everybody cusses yeah. now people can make these kind of jokes and it's like getting them in trouble now everyone's making those jokes so it keeps going and now we've we're at a level of comedy that is pretty um we're like desensitized to a lot of it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like okay what's new what's going to break the mold now and it's meeting up with a really weird time in culture where everything is becoming like you have to be so PC again. So mm-hmm. now comedians and their jokes Starting are becoming more edgy. And it's like mm-hmm. what they're saying isn't necessarily edgy. Like one of my favorite Sarah Silverman jokes from like a while ago, um, she was like, Rape jokes are a hidden gem in comedy, let me explain. Rape, obviously the most heinous crime imaginable. Rape jokes are great. No, because they make a comic seem so edgy and so dangerous. And the truth is, it's like the safest area to talk about in comedy. Because who's going to complain about a rape joke? I mean, I would say rape victims, but they're traditionally not complainers. So, right? So even you guys now are like... Yeah, I cringe. Makes you tell. I'm like, yes, yeah, right. It's so good, but it's like, yeah, like like, it's good and cringeworthy. It's good and cringeworthy, and this is a perfect example of like where we're at in culture, where it's like, oh my god, I'm not supposed to laugh at that, but it's like, oh, we're looking at the statistics. Obviously, it's a joke that rape victims typically don't come forward. Don't, yeah, don't come forward. Yeah, and and there's this is funny because I think what you're you're speaking into now just taking a turn around comedy. Um, ironically, um, I do this a lot in my coaching, is we collapse like love and fear. So like we talk about the things that we're most afraid of and we bring love to it so that the, the energy of what we're so fucking resistant to collapses and we stop fucking resisting it so much. And I've used a lot of comedic stuff like that, like making fun of myself, making fun of the situations that I'm in to lessen that energy. And I think that you know the only thing that, that comes up about where probably people feel the feeling of, uh, call it like being violated um, in comedy, is they're like, well, I didn't consent to that experience, right? If, I, if I'm, I'm not being set up for that experience, then I didn't consent to this experience. So this goes back to something we talked about. I think we talked about this fucking, we were talking about this with the Joe Rogan thing. Like it's all this stuff. Like the people, people are creating stories, creating art, creating experiences that you have the ability to go into an experience or not. Right? And if, if what we're saying is the world is only allowed to give experiences that are either completely approved by you, which would be absolutely impossible for us to individually approve all the experiences that show up on TV or whatever the fuck is mentioned, or that are just PC, then the, the, the spectrum of what is fucking politically correct is such a subjective run that nobody's ever going to get that right. No one. No one. And, it, and it will, it'll compromise... What will, what will be compromised is the authentic art and the expression of the person who will just say, like, the rape victim who actually found that funny, right? Which sounds fucking crazy. Like, there's, there's one side of it that's like, I'm so offended. There's another side that's like, oh, wow. Like, it's interesting for me to make light 
of that situation, right? And who's to say who's right or wrong? And like everyone's experiencing shit in different ways yeah. and for different reasons. And everybody's like, I'm offended on behalf of all these people who are not allowed to be offended who, for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, get the yeah. fuck out of here, fucking Susan. It's, it, uh, it's so ridiculous. I think that, I think this kind of starts micro and then it moves macro. So the micro is like, okay, if Janina tells a joke right now and you don't find it funny, great. That's an amazing opportunity for you to think to yourself, huh, I wonder why I didn't yeah. find that funny. Or mm-hmm. I wonder why I found that so funny. Mm-hmm. It's literally just information and fodder information. for you to learn about yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. And the same thing with the Chris Rock and Will Smith thing. It's like, okay, a situation happened. Am I offended by this? Do I care about this? Mm-hmm. Am I on Will Smith's side? Am I on Chris Rock's side? Am I on nobody's side? Why or why not? It's literally information for you to just realize more about yourself. Information. But then people skip that entire conversation and they're like, how I feel about it is how everybody should feel <laughs> everybody, about it. Everybody, the world. And it's like, holy fucking shit, Brandon. Uh, what are you talking about? Like, you're missing out on the opportunity for this to tell you more about yourself. It's yeah. literally telling you, like for me, like I said with the whole respect thing going up for Will, I am reaffirmed in my values for having respect for people who are authentic, especially in moments that say, don't be authentic. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool. That teaches me more about myself. That encourages me more to, yes, be authentic in moments where I feel like I can't. Does that mean I feel like I need to go punch everybody in the face? That's not what it's saying at all. Mm-hmm. That's not, <laughs> the violence actually yeah. isn't part of the conversation for me. The conversation is a role that you feel like you need to play versus the person that you actually are. Ooh, bro, bro. You know what you just hit on the head for? is like, it's the individual responsibility and the collective responsibility, right? So if, like, if, if I as an individual have the responsibility to say, oh, why does that make me feel that way? Then when people say things like, oh, like, Will doing this is going to make people punch comedians, right? It's like, oh, why is our world that way? Right? Like, if, you, if, like, it's the same fucking thing. Like, it's still a reflection. It's like, it still has nothing to do with Will. It still has nothing to do with Will. It's still like, oh, why is exactly. our world that way where somebody can make that joke and we think that now all of a sudden people are going to go around randomly deciding to punch fucking comedians? As if right. that and isn't if, already happening and has been happening for yes. fucking decades. Yes. Like, as if yes. he's giving, yeah. you know, the, the fucking people in the crowd more of a reason to be like, well, now I really will punch them. I really it's will. like, no, Thank the people this who are going to punch Justin, Will Smith is the first it. person to punch somebody in the face. Yeah. <laughs> After a joke. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something yeah. that's been happening no matter what. People are always getting offended at comedy yeah. shows, left and right. Self-reflection, man. And I... Yeah. And, you know, I want to I take this a, a little bit deeper because this might seem nuanced, but I, I said this a little bit earlier. Oh, you, you want to cut me off? Yeah, because no. you ahead. just made a really good point that I want to, like, double down on because it ties back earlier. Mm-hmm. When you're, like, it's either individual responsibility or collective responsibility. If I'm, like, oh, if my kid watches Will Smith do that at the Oscars, he's going to want to go do that. Yeah. Great. That's an opportunity for you to say, huh, why is my kid so impressionable? So impressionable. Yes. It still gives you the opportunity to look at yourself and the fact that you have no fucking time or energy or effort or love to put into raising your own kid for yourself. This and this is beautiful because I think the the part I was going to add into this was even the nuance of responsibility there of like I notice that even in this whole reaction, right, I'm noticing how emotional I'm getting about this and it's just calling into reflection for me of like, oh, there's some parts of me 
that probably feel like unheard and still feel upset and like and, and angry. So like I'm even recognizing that like my own reaction and my passionate reaction is not the like the whole world needs to be this upset about Will. I'm just like, no, I just recognize that like, oh wow, Marco, you're getting like really caught up into this. Like you're getting yeah. really emotional. Oh, there's some unhealed parts of you that feel for Will because you feel like little you being like, I tried to do everything right. And y'all still are fucking mad at me if I, sh if I show up in the wrong way. Like, I can feel that energy right now. But that's mine. That's mine. That's not fucking wills. That's not the whole world. That's mine. And I know that shit. And that's, that's the part that I'm like, if the whole world, if y'all would all understand that there's a beautiful gift of both this fucking power that comes with recognizing that all the shit that you're mad about, upset about, feeling bad about, feeling offended by is yours. And you are so powerful because you also have the ability to change all of that shit, too. But, like, that total responsibility means I'm taking responsibility for the bad and the good. All in one. I think this comes into one of the texts that you sent me maybe yesterday or the day before. And the reason, in my opinion, if I were to diagnose Marco, <laughs> is that Marco is passionate and upset about this because Marco is also getting the thing poked at him and says, I'm not safe to express my emotionality. Mm -hmm. Like... As a leader, as a public figure, oh, I'm not allowed to do that. And that doesn't feel safe. That doesn't feel good. So yeah. I'm going to defend somebody who I actually might end up being one day. Yeah, it, feel, it feels it's like all my own identity story. Yeah, it's yeah all, 100%. So it's like, so I recognize that the same, which is so beautiful about this, it's like the same thing that I'm doing is the same thing that people that want to cancel Will are doing too. It's just fucking human nature. I have an identity story that I connect to Will in that is under attack, so I feel under attack, right? They have an identity story that they connected to Will in of like, he's supposed to be this thing that I can look up to and he's the perfect person or whatever, and now that identity story feels attacked. So we're all fucking fighting our own internal battles and don't have shit to do with Will. Right, Nothing. and somebody's upset at Will because they're projecting at Will and they're like, I would never do that. Yeah. I yeah. would never, well, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> rent complete <laughs> maybe you're mad about the times that you wouldn't allow yourself to yes. release that emotion maybe like, it's making you realize that you don't have any fucking balls and that you prioritize how you're fucking caring so much about how you're perceived over your authenticity mm, mm. Ooh, let's, let's, let's devil's advocate this one because I think, I think this one's a good one <laughs> to like play the opposite and give, give that voice um, some time. It's time for the devil's application. <laughs> oh boy. All right, all right, all right. All right. Let's, see, let's see if I can tap into this. Um, Cause I think, you know, Janina kicked us off a little bit, but you know, this guy will, I mean, He's fucking famous, and you know he's he's got a lot of people looking up to him, looking up to him to to show up, and he knows where he is. He's at the Oscars. He's at the Oscars. He is a grown man. He knows how to control his emotions, and that joke wasn't even that big of a deal to begin with, right? And he could have handled that offline, right, like a respectable human being. But he chose to go up there and smack somebody in the face. He was perpetuating violence. Right? He was showing that you don't have to control your emotions. And because he's a role model, now everybody thinks that it's okay for you to be a great person, to win an Oscars, and to be violent. I am, I'm so ashamed of him. I think, 
Is that, is that the is that the argument? That was good. That was, good. Great. That was good. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Can we give that person a name? I want to talk directly to that person. Yeah, is that Susan again? <laughs> Susan with a male voice. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. And and Chris is Thank- just doing his job. Like you know, okay. like, you can now you're attacking people that are that are doing their job. Wow. And I kudos to Chris for doing such a good job at controlling his emotions and showing us what real emotional intelligence is. Great. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> I appreciate you coming in today. <laughs> I have one question for you, Susan. Yes. I hear everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. And in your mind, what possible positive value could have come out of this situation? None. This is, this is horrible. This is the type of stuff that we should not accept. It is unacceptable. And the Oscars should strip him of his award because of everything that it represents. It represents that this is okay, and it's not okay. Okay. So <laughs> if Jada had cancer, and Chris had made a cancer joke, and privately, before the ceremony, Jada found out that she has seven days to live, how would that have changed the situation? Ooh, man, that was that was a that was a tough one. I felt it. I was like, he should have smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, Susan, Susan, Susan. That it Susan. is. It's there's there's no reason for violence. It's it's never acceptable, even under those circumstances. He should okay. he should control himself. Great. So we're both acknowledging that disputes in the world exist, right, Susan? Yeah. People yeah. have disagreements. Great. Yeah, I hate them. Okay, I hate them. Amazing. So what I'm hearing is <laughs> you're telling me that violence is never the answer. It has violence never solved anything. Never the answer. Okay, clear. Got it. So for you, would you say maybe communication is the best uh, way forward to yeah. disagreement? Yeah, yeah, they okay. should talk about it. Okay, so if Will had gotten up on stage, he took the mic, and in, instead of going to commercial or whatever, they said, Stop the show. Me and him are going to have a man-to-man conversation about this. How would you have felt about that? Oh, that is not the right time for that conversation. Interesting. When is the right time for this conversation, Susan? (laughs) Offline, away from the public's eyes. Great. So if these two men, these two role models, have a very enlightening conversation that... (laughs) You're so funny. These two men have an enlightening conversation that could really serve all of us and help us navigate conflict, but they should do it offline so we don't get the benefit of having role models show us what it's like to have a good conversation. Yeah, because they're stealing the moment. It's about the Oscars. It's not about them. This is the Oscars. Okay, Susan, I'll talk to you later because you're such a fucking... <laughs> you're so no. logical, Susan. That was so fun, but, but you know what's so crazy? That's, those are the statements, though. It's like, it's not, it's not the right time. This is not their moment. So it's back to what I think Janina was saying earlier about this idea of you're the product, you're the cornflakes. So you're supposed to be the cornflakes. So stop, stop breaking the script. Like, that is what Susan is like. There's a script you're supposed to follow. Holy shit. People don't want a new recipe. They want cornflakes. Don't break the script. Don't put a new recipe. Also, two really quick things (laughs) that I want to add that might add some spice. Will was laughing before he slapped him. There was seven seconds, five of which probably took for him to get up out of his seat and go on stage. Mm. And 
this in the switch we didn't see what happened. We yeah. didn't see. Did yeah. he look at Jada and see like, oh shit, yeah, she's she really offended. And was like, oh shit. Uh, no, I he was laughing for a while, and yeah. then he was just instantly on stage slapping. Mm-hmm. And what's wild? Hold on, I'm still like processing Susan. Like, there's, some, there's a part of me that more wants to walk up to Amari? Susan and smack the fuck out of Susan. <laughs> I don't think I, will, I will sue you, Amari. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't stand for assault. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus fucking hell. Okay. So, Janina makes a great point. And I, I, it's funny because I think this whole situation, there can be so many great points, right? Yeah. But, yeah, sure. Unless you had some, like, unauthorized broadcast of the Oscars, nobody actually saw the moment where he shifted into yeah. being like, ha, ha, ha. Okay, now I'm pissed. Oh, and there's some people who are in my comment section right now who are like, oh, it's because Will and Jada have a toxic relationship and she has stripped him of all masculinity mm-hmm. and he saw that he was being a cuck, so he had to get up on stage to defend his masculinity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you interpret all that information because <laughs> what, Dana? you you live at the Will Smith's house. You were next to them at the Oscars. You had an unauthorized broadcast to see what conversation and they had. Where is this information Where? coming from? Where? And the fact that people don't realize they are projecting these stories. It's like, I will base my opinions off of all available, mm-hmm. verified truths. Otherwise, the rest is bullshit that I'm allowing myself to be stressed out about. What if, what if Jada, before all of this, like they had argument a few days ago, hours ago, weeks ago, whatever. And she was mm-hmm. like, I wish you were more like Tupac. Yeah. And then it got yeah, into his head. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> but it, it's funny. Be the trigger. It's funny because like that's a meme that's going around right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But weak-minded <laughs> people, yeah, weak-minded people are like reading that and be like, that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. She probably said that. And it's like, it's funny. It's a meme. Can you also recognize that it's a joke? Like, it, we don't know. We don't fucking know. But that, I think that's, that's the fucking point. We don't know. And, we don't and there, know. There's, there's, this is the part where I'm like, I'm so interested. And this is why I say this. I'm so interested in the social commentary of how that makes me feel. And so uninterested of how Will and Jada got there. I'm not in their fucking business. I don't care. I have nothing to do with their relationship. I have, I have no relationship with them at this current moment <laughs> in time. It's like, I, have, I don't have a dog in this fight. And, and don't care in the sense of like, not like, oh, I don't care about them as human beings. But just like, I am not personally invested into their relationship to have a objective opinion other than just, oh, cool, I see them on fucking Red Table Talk and here and there. I know like bits and pieces of their relationship. I'm like, you know how fucking much it would take for you to actually understand the dynamic of somebody's romantic relationship? Through oh a fucking God. TV show? Like, come oh on, man. God. God. Come on. <sighs> okay. I barely understand the dynamics of my own relationship, and I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. The fuck I'm in it. Wait, actually, actually, that's actually something ironic. Like, I do think that is interesting. You talk about how much energy and time people spend on trying to understand themselves, but they think they can project onto people they don't even fucking know. I'm like, y'all ain't even got self-work down. People would rather do the work of projecting their understanding of other people than spending 0.25% of that time understanding who they actually are. Who about you? Like, please, kindly, get the fuck out of here. Please. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, my God. And I know we started... 
if, ahead, uh, I'm just saying with that being said, if you're looking to understand yourself, um, you can hire Imari and Marco as a coach, one-on-one. They have a new course coming out on how to be yes. a better person, how to understand your reactions and your triggers, okay? Plugs, plugs, plugs. Plugs. <laughs> Janina has earned her daily pay. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I'll say is, personally, I'm not condoning violence, but... The form that Will had with the smack <laughs> was really good. Yeah, like the, practicing that form. Like he was like so ready. Like the fucking angle of his elbow, bro. I'm taking martial arts right now. I'm like, I feel like my teacher would be like, solid, <laughs> solid form. All that being said, I don't think the slap was real. That's my hot take. I don't think it was real. She is going down the conspiracy hole. Conspiracy like, theory. It, never it wasn't real. It was the man manipulating the puppets down below. <laughs> Yeah, somebody oh was, like, my in God. my comments, like, after I posted that thing yesterday, and they started talking about, like, Epstein. I'm like... What I'm, is connected I'm like, to Epstein? I'm like, holy oh, shit. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I don't understand how y'all's minds work. Just gotta have a thread to make it make sense. But, yeah. oh, my gosh. Anyways. Oh, shall we... Do we feel complete on this? Yeah, we started the episode change? by saying we won't make the whole thing about Will Smith, and here we are. And well, you started it saying that he was dying it, to be like, it wasn't I wanna, about Will. I want to talk about my trip. I want to talk about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mari, Mari's like, I had an existential crisis. I got a story, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, All right, Janina, yeah. wrap us up. Yes. All right, guys. Well, sounds like there are some major points here. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you decide on was right or wrong because it doesn't exist. The important yes. thing is to be a human and to show your humanness in whatever aspect it comes through because that's what's going to help people evolve. Not just being human, but looking back on what is human within you and how to shift that and make it better um, for yourself and the people around you. Did I get uh, it right, guys? That's great. That was great. That was a great digest. And now, now you get to ask um, who's not going like to like this podcast. Who's not going to like yeah. this episode? Well, <laughs> Susan... For one. The proverbial Susan. <laughs> Susan is definitely not going like to like She's going to be like, how did Marco know everything I was going to say? She's <laughs> like, am I that predictable? Is it that easy to understand? Everything that happens in my brain? Yes, Susan. You are basic. And your thought processes are prehistoric. Wow. I am on asshole mode today. Holy fuck. Oh, man. Fuck it. Marco, who's not gonna like this episode? <laughs> this is great. Who's not gonna like this episode? Oh man. Um, oh, I, I mean, I, I feel like this group by now probably isn't listening to this podcast anymore. But if you are still so fucking committed to the absolute right and wrong of the world, um, then you're not gonna like this episode. Um, if you believe that we should condemn somebody for making one mistake or one action that we don't like, uh, you're not going to like this episode. Um, If you believe that uh, violence under all and any circumstances is unacceptable without a shadow of a doubt, you are also not going to like this episode. Um, If you believe that uh, people should be cornflakes instead of human beings, you're not going to like this episode. Um, If you believe that the responsibility that will, that celebrities, that public figures have 
to the people is more important than their responsibility to themselves. You're definitely not going to like this episode. You're not going to like this podcast if you believe there's a certain set of standards for the world that everyone should adhere to, uh, no matter what. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we bid you good night. Hello. <laughs> Farewell. Bye. <laughs>